Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pool Box Pals podcast. My goodness, we had a we had a week off there in the middle, but now it's back with Monk not cracking open a cold one and Mark definitely cracking open a cold one. El Guapo. What do you think is that what it's called? El Guapo? Yes, this is this is my favorite summer beer. And it's made it's a blonde ale. And blonde ale. it has uh, it has cucumber, habanero, and lime in it, and it will blow your mind if you ever get to have one. Well, that sounds like something that would blow my mind. You know what else would blow my mind, Mark? What's that? Uh, while you were away camping in the wild wilderness of Idaho, I yeah. did a buddy of mine's podcast called So I've Been Told. Is Traitor, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go outside the family. No, you only can do um, one. Um, no, dude, that's yeah. awesome. How how was it? It was good. I had a lot of fun. the uh, The podcast is about music and art and DIY culture, so oh, it was awesome. basically just a. Um, I just realized that you get mentioned in the podcast. Um, uh, My fist went of, in the uh, air for you, listeners. Outside of uh, us plugging or me plugging this podcast. Um, it, yeah, I talk about my music history and how I got into listening to punk music and, uh, going to punk shows. And, um, also the fact that you taught me my very first chord on guitar. I did. A, which is the irony G. is, is that like, I don't really play my guitar that much anymore. Yeah. And I don't either. I just pretend that I do. Uh, <laughs> I just go out and play these shows and then I'm just like, God damn, I need to practice this more. But uh, we're not here to talk about that, even though I would love for you to go out and check that out. It is linked in the description of uh, this podcast. So wherever you're listening to or viewing this at, just go ahead and click in the description and you will find that. But, buddy, we have so many freaking comics to talk about. We got we got a few. There's a and few. Uh, I would definitely say I'm 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 how do you say this? I'm. I'm scared of the task that and at, at hand because there's so many good comics out and I want to make sure that we do them justice, but there's so many comics out. So I feel like we're yeah. going to, we're going to burn through some and some will be able to dive in deeper too. Um, yeah. But I mean, what, what is this? We're on episode 18 here and uh, we took a, we took a week off, which yeah. I mean, is really like, I mean, that's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's really like two weeks. Because we yeah. did we did a podcast and then we didn't do on the next week, so that was a whole week. And then we're here, and I have to say that uh, probably well, let's see. So that's fourteen days. I would say ten out of those fourteen days, I did not read a comic. Yeah, I think I I like to read my comics like all at once. Is that kind of how you do? Um, I. I try to have like a sit down time. Like a lot of times like Kate and mm -hmm. I will she'll be reading a book and I'll sit down and while she reads like a chapter, I'll read a few comics and then we'll watch a show or something. Um, right. If I, if I get a small amount, like if I have a week where I get like one to three comics, like I'll probably sit down that night and bust them all out. Which oh. seems uh, pretty rare for you. Oh yeah. Goodness. Lately it has definitely been uh, pretty rare. I think I've been averaging like probably seven or eight a week for the past month. Yeah, you've been uh you you're the pool box champion. If if we at the end of this year have to do Where's like, my yeah. belt? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you just caught me off guard with that and you sounded like a very very rednecky. Um oh. 
Do you guys have rednecks that. out there? Is that do they call them rednecks out there? We have rednecks yeah. here. My uh, mom called me one the other day, and that didn't make me feel great. I yeah, but here's the thing: is that I also think uh, region to region, red, redneck will have a different definition. That's um, true. But uh, from my understanding, a redneck is just a typically a white person who works out in like the fields a lot, and yeah. typically has their arms covered. But then the stereotype behind them is they like to be out in in BFE, just you know, throwing bottles in the air and shooting them, and yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. I can I can say. Growing up in Idaho, I I lived some of that life. Sure. Um, and it's it's really fun. So I don't I'm not knocking on rednecks because no, at times neither. of my life I, I have been one. Um yeah, but sure. I don't I don't like where I'm at in Oregon, I don't see a whole lot of mm. rednecks because I'm I'm in a university town. <laughs> um i don't know if that was supposed to be funny and again we're not knocked <laughs> them and my mom called me a redneck the other day in front of people like in front of guests we had guests over and she was like you're a redneck and i'm like oh mom um yeah anyways this is diverged uh quickly off of comics it's but a, a little bit but if you, know, if we're you follow back to mark it. on uh instagram at mad underscore nerdy you will see that he got one hell of a pool which you know we were talking about um, yeah. Do you want to dive into that, bud? Yeah, man. Let's let's get into it. I'm actually pretty excited. Pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Um, you hang out with kids all day, so I'm that's okay. Decided. Pacific. Um, I mean, I'm going to start off first. Let's just work our way down. So, got some Marvel here. Um, this is Mandalorian issue two. Um, so, as I pointed out when issue one came out, that this is pretty much just the comic ver- comic book version of the show. Yeah. Um, there might be subtle differences, um, maybe things that were cut from the show and possibly added in. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't read this one yet. I did, I did scroll through the first one pretty quick, and it seemed pretty verbatim, like episode one of okay of season one. Yeah. Uh, so I got that one going for me, so that's nice. Um, that seems like a, I don't know, a bad selling point. Like they should have done the Mandalorian. That should have been like a prelude to the Mandalorian. No. Um, yeah, but I'm going to be honest. I'm probably more into this one for the art. Um, yeah, especially with the covers. Um, it looks real good. I mean, I, I just, I really appreciate the people, um, like all the creators who get to put their hands on star Wars comics, because I've said this before and I'm still going to harp on it. Like if you're a star Wars fan and you're feeling unfulfilled, get into the comics mm-hmm. because they're just so good. And like, honestly, the best thing that they've, they're doing right now is that they brought back Kira from Solo, which most people think Solo was a trash movie. Um, Solo just had its drama. It is a great story. It just, you know, there's things that you could argue that were done well or weren't done well in the, in the film. But one of the best things introduced us to is Kira and Kira is now back in the comics. It's picking up pretty much for, or at least it is being, fed into by the ending of solo and that like she is now taking over the red dawn but now she's kind of at her height mm-hmm. and uh she has her own series coming out soon um i believe i don't think it's named after her i think it's like uh something empire like the hidden empire or something mm-hmm. like that star wars that's i think that's it star wars the hidden empire so i'm pretty excited about that and so yeah star wars doing great love it in the comics um and speaking of uh, issue 26 of uh, the mainline Star Wars just came out. And it's been a, it's been a minute since the Star Wars has come out because they 
they finished with uh you know the 24 the 24th issue then they did the 25th issue which was all those short stories right uh, by and uh hear me out here because i learned something over the last couple of days and i uh, got a little um piece of advice from my wife after the last episode for both oh. of us <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, and it's it's a good piece of advice and we I talk about it. it a lot but uh yeah that 25th issue of star wars was uh all written by charles Soule. Soule. not not Sewell. wow as i've been saying um and i'm basing this on that i uh at the place that i work i have to id people and mm-hmm. um and so i saw uh, this gal, I, I don't remember her first name, but she had the same last name as our buddy Charles, who does great with Star Wars. And she said it's Sule. And wow. and so then getting back to the piece of advice from my wife and something you and I have teased wow. each other quite a bit about is we need to be better at pronouncing names. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. Maybe it's because we just have really easy names. We're just like, who cares? But yeah, yeah. but we're not trying the, to be disrespectful yeah. or anything. We're, we're, we're just, not. We're trying our best. And we're going by the George Lucas philosophy of like, hey, it's said differently in different parts of the universe. So, um, <laughs> but oh, my God, I think no, we got two I, comics in. I do. Yeah, I do want to I do want to work on pronouncing people's names. Um, so let's get back into that. Huh. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and yes, uh, Sule is writing this as well, just so everybody knows. And the guy who wrote Mandalorian, his last name is Barnes. I'm sorry I'm being a little bit rushed, but I do have a, a lot to get through. My next one, issue five of Bloodstained Teeth. Um, this series like really is, it's a great cover. Um, every Actually, every one of these covers uh, for this series has been great. And Mm -hmm. I think that they do a great job of that thing you love of capturing the essence of the story in in one image on the cover. Um, this series keeps getting better. I was honestly like a little iffy with issue one. Like I just, I don't think that I was ready for the magnitude of like the, the art, just how Mm -hmm. vibrant it is and how well Mm -hmm. it uses like that, the nor shadow, uh, Mm -hmm. within it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's it's like watching a black and white, or it's like reading a black and white film, but done in like vibrant colors. Um, so I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Last issue was super fun. I'm excited for this next one. Um, and again, this one is written by uh, Christian Ward. The art's done by Patrick Reynolds. And I think I've said before, but Patrick Reynolds is, from what I've read on some comic book sites, he's kind of a up and coming like guy to watch. So nice. I'm going to be looking out for his stuff. Uh, the next one I got on my list, also from Image, I believe you got it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our favorites. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. God. Um, I really enjoy this cover. Um, it is. It it kind of it kind of gives me like Bill and Ted vibes. Mm. See, I was of thinking the, of the movie uh, uh, Telephone Booth or whatever. Booth? What what's that movie? Oh, with, uh, with Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell? Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's called Phone Booth phone booth okay yeah i don't, that I don't make know sense somebody anybody in the comments or watching if you can correct us please do but um no i think it's phone booth i think it's fun i saw that with my that gun i saw that with and, my uh my childhood best friend in theaters when it came out i was in wow. i was in high school i watched it on hbo or oh. something like that it's different crazy. experiences for different folks am i right oh yeah um yeah every every day and in every way <laughs> So this Different. is written by Johnny Christmas, and I don't, uh, I don't know who that is. I've never heard of Johnny Christmas. I would other, I feel like other, I 
other than his name super cool oh my god yeah i was so happy that you know it was an easy one after we yeah. just had that conversation johnny christmas <laughs> is as easy as it gets did i tell you that uh i i met the guy with possibly one of the coolest names i've ever like had the pleasure of meeting no i don't believe so his name his name is buck nightwalker what <laughs> that is the best name that's such a great name oh my goodness um and speaking use of that in a comic book one day speaking of night walkers uh it looks like i got a guy walking in the night on the cover of this one right here there you go i can't read what it is it is a uh, parasomnia which um i i don't think this is i don't think parasomnia is new i think i've seen parasomnia uh before but this is just a new um uh, just a new story from it. And I really do like this cover. Um, Cause yes, you have this guy walking night up top, but if you flip it upside down, it still says parasomnia. And then you got oh my God, somebody else walking, walking in, in the light, but it also, it just looks like it's supposed to be a reflection, but it's two different scenes. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to get crazy. into this. Um, something I noticed um, and something I want to be better at because of where I am uh, ge geographically in our, uh, country uh, i don't get enough dark horse stuff mm -hmm. <coughs> and uh dark horse is is pretty legendary i mean they got mm -hmm. some great stuff out there um but i just don't get enough of it and i think that when i saw that this was coming out i think it was my time to be like look i need to start paying more attention to dark horse mm. um because yeah like I, I was looking through and it's like i have all these other indie uh publishers but not See, enough dark horse. I'm jealous of your aftershock connection because I feel like you get a lot more aftershock access than I do. And I really love aftershock. So uh, you've got a couple from them this week. And I do. And, and we're I, about, and I, yeah, I, I see that we're, we need to get back to my polls because I still got a lot. Um, something that's not new this week. It is a, a hardcover trade paperback of something that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, it is the Jeff Lemire and Dustin uh, Nguyen's uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, that looks as so far good. as I as far as I know, it was only like three or four issues. Um, but I just I, these are the guys that are writing Little Monsters right now, which uh, we're reading and we're indifferent upon issue to issue. Um, but Lemire Le and uh, Nguyen, they're they're they've they've uh, proven to be a great team when it comes to comics. So I'm excited to dive into that. Uh, next, uh, speaking of more Batman, because uh, why not? I got uh, Batman's, uh, the Batman One Bad Day. So apparently this mm -hmm. is uh, a series that is out or coming out right now. I'm not getting all of them. Um, I chose the one that came out today as the only one I'm going to get. And nice. are they unconnected? I would imagine. Uh, as far as I know, I mean, it's all in the same like Batman universe, but it's just mm -hmm. this comic. These comics are told from the villain who is having one bad day. And this is the yeah. Riddler number one. It is written by Tom King and the art is by Mitch Garrett. Mm -hmm. um, I do. Again, I really like this cover. Uh, I think this it's is nice why cover. I chose this one. There's a there's one for Two Face coming out. There's one for Penguin. Mm -hmm. I believe there's one for Poison Ivy coming out. I think a couple maybe have already come out. I don't think this is the first one, but when I saw it, I was like, must have. And then, oh, also on the back of the cover, I really appreciate this because this is a nod to Batman Forever a little bit. There's nice. the, the question mark on top. 
I really uh, like Two Face as a villain, so maybe I maybe I'll jump in on that. I do really like Two Face, but I've always really enjoyed the Riddler as well. And like the Riddler mm-hmm. kind of, you know, Riddler goes back at least um, in you know motion media um, goes back to the Batman nineteen sixty six series. Mm. I don't believe Two Face. Yeah, you're is, right. Is on that series, but I think he might be. We'll have to look um, into that. If anybody knows, yeah. and anybody <laughs> leave it in knows, the comments. Leave it in the comments because we'll try to remember, but uh, we yeah. might not. Um, my next one, it's you know another aftershock, as you pointed out. Uh, this one actually came out a couple weeks ago, and I got it uh, in today. Uh, and issue three comes out next week, I guess. But it's a calculated man issue two. Now, um, I could have swore this came out already. No, Why it did. Saying- Oh, no, no, I mean, like, oh, you're right. Okay, so you did mention a couple weeks ago, but I thought you already had it. So No, I, I didn't, yeah. You were going to get it. My bad. Yeah, because I was supposed to get it a couple weeks ago, um, and it wasn't in my box. Um, That's it. And it finally came in today, and the next one's supposed to be out next week. And then, last but not least, I got another Aftershock here. Um, I really like every single uh profile that is on this cover <laughs> it's i'm excited to get into this i i don't know much about this um like i when i got to the shop today and i saw it in my stack i was just like um did i ask for this one and she's like yeah and so then i went and looked at my league of comic geeks list and there it was i didn't i don't remember even looking at this and adding it to the list but it, it's in there and i got it and it's called jimmy's little bastards <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks name. like there's i mean oh it's a good name like there's this lady on the i don't i don't know her name she's darker skin but she has grenades on her shoulders and like a utility pack around her waist she's holding a katana in her left hand and a machine gun in her right hand and then the guy standing next to her is wearing like a Christmas vacation style Christmas sweater has, you know, ornaments on it and candy canes. And then there's a dog at his feet. Oh, and he also has slippers on to complete nice. that little Christmas look. But it just looks like they're surrounded by the profiles of all these different possible villains. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe, maybe this guy's maybe Jimmy. little masters. Yeah, maybe this guy's Jimmy and these are all the little bastards and then, you know, she's she's the actual hero. I don't know. Um only one way to find out. Oh yeah. So, I will be reading this for sure. Aftershock as we typically say does a great job. I've only there's only been one series that I I stopped uh uh reading from Aftershock. Oh no. What? Sorry there? about that, folks. Not a hundred percent sure what happened. I think I got lost. Maybe that Am was I... Mark. Oh. oh, I'm. I can see you. Are we back? I don't know. I I didn't know we were gone. Oh, I uh, yeah. I I think I I disappeared for a second there. Sorry about that, everybody. Oh, oh no Sorry. worries. We forgive uh, you. But well, but yeah. I was just saying there's only been one series from Aftershock that um, I've discontinued reading, um, and that was uh, Where Starships Go to Die. Okay. but Are you still reading Seven Sons? I just saw, I think that a new one of those came out, or did you drop that? I think I dropped it. Um, Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, 
Um, the covers I, yeah. never got better. Yeah, I uh, after reading the first one, I I I did I did enjoy it and I enjoyed the premise, but that's also just it. And it wasn't it wasn't a bad comic. It's just not what I'm into right now. Sure, understandable. So. That's such a shame because I I feel like I can definitely relate to that. There's been times where I'm like. Oh, I'd really love to read this comic, but I don't feel like doing a horror comic or a, a thriller or an action, you know, whatever, like list the genre. Sometimes right. you just have to, or you can always go back to them. That's why Comicsology exists and like eBay, you know? Yeah. Um, but you ready for my pools? Yeah, dude. What you? What do you got? So as it's listed already, uh, I got Silver Coin. Um, yeah, that's just a horror anthology that, I mean, we always highly recommend. And this is issue 13. Um, it's weird that they don't do something. I thought I don't I just realized that and maybe I thought that there would be like a bigger thing for 13, but yeah, because um, that's a spooky number in, in Western canon. But yeah. Um so this next title is from IDW, and I'm really looking forward to it. The art looks great, the uh, premise is great, but I don't really know how to say the the name of it. It's true. It's like true triviv kovolv, truv kovolt, like the the u true cult, but the v's have been replaced with or the u's have been replaced with v's. So let's just go with true cult. So uh, (laughs) I mean that would make the most sense to me. Um, Yeah, but it follows the story of. So I don't know much about this. I don't know much about a lot of the pools that I got this week, to be honest with you. But it follows this young uh, young man or something. This guy's been working at the same burger joint for 15 years, and it's right across the street from a mini market, and or a strip mall rather. And um, he, you know, watches people coming and going every day. He learns the routine. He's kind of just fed up with life, so he decides that he's going to rob the uh, stores one by one because he knows everyone's routine. He knows who comes in, and it seems that some stuff that how do you say this he 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 i don't want to give away too much because i kind of got some of it spoiled for me some of the kind of where like the the story goes but it definitely seems to be a comic that kind of goes not in the direction that you think it's going to go okay Um, yeah and i i love a good twist on on a fun plot uh i think we'll i'll i'll be talking about something later that kind of has this it's like it's it's has like a a how do you say this? It has like a structure that we're all kind of familiar with or like, um, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'll just jump to it now to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> it is do a power bomb. Number three from oh, image yeah. comics. Uh, That's already on is, issue three, huh? Yeah. And it got extended to issue uh, to a seven issue run. So I guess either oh. it was originally like a five or something like that, but it got extended um, and this is by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Sp- uh, Spicer. And uh, like I said, issue number three, I. OK, so here's what happened. Uh, I read issue one sometime back and the premise is that there is a um, a wrestler who's like the best wrestler in the world. She's great. Uh her daughter comes to watch her perform, and on that night, uh, she gets killed in the ring, um, and it's you know a big traumatic thing. And the daughter wants to continue her legacy, but no one wants to train her because they're scared that she goes the same way. 
Now, kind of spoiler alert for the end of this. So we're all kind of familiar with that, right? Like that's not really a new concept or anything. But at the end of it, uh, the the devil or some sort of like powerful necromancer comes and like appears to her and tells her that if she's a part of this interdimensional intergalactic uh, wrestling tournament, it whoever wins this tag team event, uh, he'll they'll resurrect one person for the team. So the team the the premise now is about this battle royale between different. Um, dimensions and different people from different groups all throughout the universe and so yeah i just i just really love that premise thought it was just freaking cool to do something like that and i'm a huge fan of the art i think it's just i don't know how to say it it's like splashy in like the best kind of ways it's that kind of modern i can't really see it my lighting's not so great i'll work on that for next week but yeah uh mike spicer i i think you're doing a great great job with the art there um, my next pool is also from Image Comics. I didn't even mean to do it like that. But uh, I I was recommended this from my pool. Uh, yeah, from my pool shop, from my comic shop guy. And um, I, I was a little, I don't, I didn't read the first arc, but he talked me into getting the first from the second arc, which is like the second time that he's done that to me. <laughs> Uh, but it is shirtless bear fighter number two. Oh yeah, and I've I heard really good things about uh, the first volume. Um, so I say shirtless bear fighter. That's uh, number two is the second volume, but it is first in the volume, and it's written by uh, Jody Lineup, Neil Vendrell. Uh, Michael Spicer, who's the same. Uh, so he does the same colors as um, so he does the the art for do a power bomb and he does the colors in this, which is which makes sense because the color palette is pretty much identical um, letters by Dave Lampier and Tony uh, and Troy Petery. Um, I don't know anything about this comic outside of I guess this man is a shirtless bear fighter. Um, <laughs> and uh, I yeah, I just kind of got suckered into buying it. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this. And if I enjoy it, I'm going to go. The trade paperback is 17 bucks. So I'm kind of like apprehensive to buy that. Um, yeah. But if this is really good, then I'll go back because then that's like five or six issues of something that's really good. And I heard really good yeah. things about it. So like, I, I think it will be. Um, but who knows if you've read it, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, but I do this every once in a while, this next thing that I'm about to do. And I really, I don't know. I like doing it because the anticipation is killing me. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wait, yeah, what we'll, is we'll, it? We'll, we're going to get to it. Um, I, I like to buy like two, I'll buy issue one and issue two at the same time. So I've done that with like public domain. I did that with new masters. Oh, yeah. um, and I did it now with above snakes. So I saw this came out last uh, month or something like that. And yeah. I'm a big gunslinger kind of guy. And so I was like looking at it, but it had to be a week when there was just like 10,000 other things out. But looking inside of it, I'm a huge fan of the art. And it's uh, it's written by Sean Lewis. And the art is by Hayden Sherman. And Hayden Sherman also did the art on uh, Chicken Devil. So 
uh, that's why I really love this. It's it's very speaking reminiscent of, of that. Oh. Speaking of Chicken Devil, mm -hmm. um, do you see that? Uh, I think next month or maybe October, Chicken Devils is coming mm -hmm. out. I did. I'm I excited for if, that. Oh yeah, I love. I think that's a brilliant name too because it kind of feeds in not any spoiler, but to the end of the first arc. And also yeah. isn't just like shirtless bear fighter too, you know, like it actually changes up the name. Um, and it's, yeah, I think that's creative. I think sometimes people just stay yeah. on with, I mean, that's kind of the things with mini series that you have, it's hard to like define, get a mini series that like sums up uh, or name for a mini series that sums up everything that's going to be. And then yeah, when another volume of that gets released to try to jump into that, it's um, yeah, it can be a lot, but I have no clue what this comic is about. And to be honest, <laughs> I was trying to look it up earlier, and that, that's why I got kicked off uh, the internet. So I'm just like, I will uh, figure this out at some other time and report back. But I, uh, I'm i happy that I picked it up because I have just been, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I felt huh. like a thousand comics came out this week. Um, but oh, there was... There there was a lot. I was looking yeah. back on like the list of just new comics, not just the ones that I was getting. Mm -hmm. And it's like no surprise to me that I had a lot this week because yeah. of how many came out. Like you're going to have a certain percentage always of mm -hmm. uh, what is what comes out. And I wonder what that is. I wonder if like I'm consistent. <laughs> I usually buy like five or six a week. So I feel like yeah. that wouldn't make me consistent because it's more of like I'm consistent on my own thing, not not per ratio of things that come out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to to read this and report back. Um, hopefully it's I mean, I'm yeah, I, I don't know why it would be bad. Sean Lewis sounds familiar to me, but I looked it up and the only thing he's done, I think, is Pennywise. Um, oh, but uh, the name looks familiar. Maybe I'm thinking of uh I can't remember. There's another Sean that that does something, but um, Sean Phillips, he's a writer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I might be thinking of him. But Mark, okay, listen, yeah. I've been, What's up, man? I'm I've here. been keeping this under my hat for. I'm not wearing a hat this week, but I've been keeping it under under wraps for some times. But I picked up something special for you, bud, and for it me? is a righteous thirst for vengeance, the trade Ooh. paperback. So. I, uh, I, gave, I gave my brother-in-law my uh, my copy of my uh, my trade paperback, and I am I'm so happy to scroll through this and see the two things that we talked about, which is very little dialogue and male frontal nudity. Yeah. So <laughs> I am excited to to dive into this comic. Um, my my the guy at my comic shop loves to go on like fun little spiel. Like he he's a really good salesman for comics. Like he just, oh good yeah he'd like he'll. He yeah he whenever he's like super into a comic and he gets a chance to like explain it he just goes all out so he did that with the righteous first <laughs> vengeance and I wanted to be like I've heard so much about this comic already man you don't even know but uh, <laughs> you yeah have. but hey it's it's gonna be a good one but that's that's everything I got yeah um, yeah there's a I, I'm trying to forget I'm trying to forget I'm trying to remember um or I think I I think I was gonna say like trying to remember and also like i forgot who um mm -hmm. but i'm trying to remember who i forgot that we follow <laughs> through our pull box our pull box pals instagram it's mm -hmm. another like 
uh, comic book podcast, I believe. Mm. But they they had posted their review of issue 10. And something they said in it just really like it. it it's it's what I've been saying about it. It's like the most cinematic comic book. Mm. Like it's like reading a movie mm. um, because a lot of fun. Like, cause to me, and I, you know, I think that was I cancel said, comics. You said you had that. Yeah, that was can, yeah, cancel comics. So yeah, check them out. Yeah, there's they a lot a, of they're they they are a great review. Like they, we have a yeah, I, we're very like lackadaisical and just kind of buddies talking about it, but they're very serious about their reviews, and it's it's a it's a joy to read. Yeah, so it is. Them I I really enjoy every post of theirs that pops up in the feed that I look at. And I, I follow them with my mad nerdy account too. Yeah. I follow them um, on stone nerdy too. So it's just anytime they pop up, oh. I'm definitely like clicking on uh, let's read the whole thing, see what they have to say, especially if it's something I've read. Um, but yeah, it's just, and I've said this before and over and over again, and I still will until more people are talking about a righteous thirst for vengeance, because those first few panels, like I can, I can, I can hear them. I can hear mm. what's going on. I can hear the birds. I can hear the water moving. I, I can hear the cars honking. Like it's just such a great comic. And it, it again, like it also shows what comics can be. Mm. And it's um, great. Cause yeah, it, it's hard to do something so well. And I know the guys that, cause the guys that are writing, right. Righteous thirst for vengeance and doing the art for it. Uh, they've, they've uh, reached out a couple times just saying like, thank you for like posting this or whatnot. And mm -hmm. I know, I know that they like, they like they've said to me in a few of the comments, like we've, we've put a lot of work into this and I know all comic book artists do, but mm -hmm. um, to do something this well, it has to be on a different level of putting a lot of work into it. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into a comic that I think really feels like there was a lot of work put into it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you got over there? Uh, I got eight billion genies number four. Do you oh, want to chat yeah. about that, my friend? Oh, yeah. Let me my pal. Let me where did I put my do we have the here? same cover? I believe so because I'm sticking with like the main covers on these. Yeah, I, I need to go back and get number three. I didn't get the name main cover for that, but I think I'm gonna go back and, and pick it up just to just for consistency's sake. Wow. Um yeah, and something again for consistency's sake that I love about this series is mm -hmm. that the the end of every single one of them is just such a great cliffhanger mm -hmm. um and this one I like our review of it starts at the end yeah <laughs> yeah um it because so this is the first eight weeks so for yeah. anybody who's not been reading this like the first issue is i think the first eight, eight seconds seconds or something and then it was the first or no, maybe it was the first eight minutes. It was first yeah. eight minutes, and then it was first eight days. No, and first eight hours. First, or first eight hours, and then first eight days. And I think this is the first eight weeks. Yeah. And then um, I would assume that the next one's going to be the first eight months. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then also in every single one of these issues, uh, so those of you listening won't be able to see this when I hold it up, but we'll describe it. But this is in every every issue has something along the lines of and not always in the same spot. That this this page where it does say the first eight weeks and then mm -hmm. it's a picture of the Earth as if you were standing on the moon, maybe. Yeah. Um, or just like had a frontal view of it. Just yeah, just a view of the Earth from. You know, it, it fills most of the page, but it's just like 
it it's different every week and it's as good as like the cover in the sense that it's just there's so much going on like this one has a huge hole in the middle of it and it looks like a, a somebody's either flying into the hole or falling out of the hole i'm not really sure um yeah. most half of the world is scorched in this in this one now um and the human population in the first eight weeks is already down to uh 1.1 billion so that's just the first eight weeks um you know, and from what I understand, if there ever, whenever there's a mass extinction, it, it usually goes down about 70% of the Oof. population. Uh, this, if I'm correct in my math, is already beyond that mark. Yeah, I, I, I would believe you're right, but I'm also no mathematician. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about the actual story. How, how are you let's feeling about the, so, okay, so the story is set around this group of people who are in a bar when all of this happened uh when what what happened is everyone on earth all eight billion people got granted a genie with one wish they had yep. uh they can make any wish uh pretty much any wish but um so some people make the wish right away some people wait um as time yep. goes on uh some of the people use their wishes to become pretty much like invulnerable um yeah some people bring some wishes to bring people back from the dead um Yep. And uh yeah, and well, and we also learned too that like certain wishes can cancel out other wishes. So like every I think it was an issue too that every country had wished to be the greatest country in the world, but since right. they all wished essentially the same thing, it just voided it all out. Right. And and this issue is good because it brings it down. Okay. I, I also this is kind of me running, but also me uh thinking about this, but this issue also clues us into where the wish, wish stages are at. And so mm -hmm. now that, you know, we'll, we'll say that 7 billion people have died out of the 8 billion people. Um, there's a, what we're kind of getting through is like the, the hero age or the power mm -hmm. age, I think is what mm -hmm. they called it. Yeah, in the they issue. The power age. Yeah. And we also learned something about the guy that we were first introduced to the bartender. Uh, Let's we not spoil something. that. We're not going to spoil it, but you do you do learn more about him in this issue, and it's, it, I I I like I like the I like what I oh. like what they like revealed. I see. I didn't like it. I feel like it came well, too too out of nowhere. I can I think, see. I'd like. I think I do. I'm not gonna. I won't. I'm not gonna fight you on it. You're. It's fine to obviously to like this, but uh, yeah, for me, I was just. I was just kind of like, oh. Huh. But because I, I think part of me really liked that character as he was. And then I was a little upset to kind of see him. But that's just me. <laughs> Ethan says unlimited wishes. <laughs> I think that that I'm pretty sure they mentioned that as just being a, no, 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 no. Because they have a little mantra that uh, just one to keep it fun. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, Ethan. But uh, think, yeah, think of another um, one. And I'll try to get you it. I'll see if that one would pass. <laughs> um. I no, not unlimited wishes. What you want to wish for is unlimited genies, just for yourself. I see, but I think I think they do the. I think they do that. They would just count as the same thing because a wish is <laughs> a genie is a wish. Sorry, I'm poking holes in this. What do you think about this? Uh, the twist on our lovely bartender. Um. So no, I I liked it. Um. At first, I I probably thought about it like you know in that spur of the moment, be like oh, and then but he says like oh, I thought it was obvious already. 
Um, uh, and the way that the way that he explained it, it it kind of because he he said like one one of you are gonna. I'm hoping one of you will end up being like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's just probably foreshadowing to the eighth issue, which is the last one, the finale. Yeah. Um, cause obviously we're going to figure that out. This is halfway through the series. Um, so I just thought that that reveal was done really well and in a very nonchalant way, which is probably in, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of throwing out there, but maybe why, you didn't like it is because it it does come across very like nonchalant. Um, yeah, I think I think that definitely has something to do with it. Um, we don't have to. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it well, because it, it is a reveal. Yeah. But I'm, I'm we are more, we are we're working backwards though from yeah, the end true. of the issue. So to, to go farther to back, um, I can't remember if it was the last issue or uh, prior, but one of the one of the people who were in the bar at the time was a 12 year old boy, which named is Robbie weird, named Robbie. His dad yeah. was an alcoholic. That's why he was in the bar. His um, mom, his mom had uh, been passed uh, away. Passed away. Yeah. Um, and uh, he wishes to have like be like a superhero, essentially. Um, and then he goes out and he joins a team of other superheroes. And again, he's only 12, but when he makes this wish, he kind of gets aged up, at least like in physical appearance, not really me- uh, mentally. Um, well, but, that it, well, just his body, his head yeah. remains the same. He has this, he still has this 12 year old head, head, but then he has like this, <laughs> the Maybe. Dwayne the Rock Johnson body. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, but I, I'm, I really like his. I, I really like what um, Charles Soule is doing here because I think he's he's telling some dark stuff, but he's yeah. telling it that in such a happy way. Um, well, he's telling it from the perspective of a child. I think he's telling it from his perspective of like a genie because the the genies oh, yeah. in this are so like lackadaisical and like whimsical that they kind of just look at everything that's happening as like a game. Like, even though, you know, 7 billion people are dead, they don't really seem to be concerned about that. They're more concerned with well, making, just making sure the wishes get done. That's a really good point, because there's a really funny scene. There's a or panel, I should say, in this one where they're kind of talking about the seriousness of the situation. And the two genies that are talking with the people that haven't made wishes yet. Um, I'm going to find it. I believe you. Okay, it's a little bit further. I know you got this. I you got this. Do Don't let man this this Don't let this be dead air. Do 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 Put on put on the elevator music. <laughs> now I'm just scatting for everybody. Yeah, I don't do that for free. I get paid in hot dogs that I don't eat. Man, did I? I feel like I may have gone past it. Uh, oh, no. But all okay. So all the genies like they look the same. Oh, here it is. It's right here. Uh, it's it's actually much earlier. Uh, they are talking about the severity of the situation of what's going on. And mm-hmm. the genies here are, yeah, they say, we only give you one, as in one wish, because mm-hmm. it makes it fun. And at that same time, these two genies, genies are mixing a cocktail together. And then the next <laughs> panel they're in, it shows them throwing them back. And then yeah. the next panel, only one of them's in it, and he's going a little crazy. And then he's throwing up out of the fourth wall. okay see i oh my god i didn't even notice that this is why i need to go back and read comics because i just i think that that's that's so much fun 
Well, um, in the, and again, this oh, is, yeah, some, there it is like, yeah, something I think too, that like, I don't know if I would have pointed this out. Um, if I had, okay, sorry to harp on this again. I don't mm-hmm. know if I would have learned to uh, read comics the way that I do now, as opposed to a, like a year ago, uh, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Nice. Because like reading that comic has taught me so much more about like paying attention to the detail of the art and not just mm. so much the words. Because like in my mind, and I think this is why I enjoy reading comics more than I do books. Because like in my mind, I can tell myself the story as much as I I, I want to, mm-hmm. um, as much as my imagination will allow me to. And when I read a book, like I do have I. I, I found out fairly late in life just from hearing other people who have it um, that I, I may or may not have dyslexia. Um, yeah, I, I'm dyslexic. And um, and so like reading books for me, it's sometimes it's it can be difficult. Like sometimes it looks like the lines are, uh, you know, like the are, are like moving because like sometimes I'll finish a line and then instead of going down a line, I'll like mm-hmm. go back up a line or reread the same line. Um, yeah. And sometimes like I will hit a period, but then I'll, I'll uh, jump to a different period or something, you know, like yeah. there's just all these weird things. I don't know how to explain it. It's just these weird little things that happen in my mind that are very quirky when it comes to me, like just reading words, but having a picture, I get to build all those words in my mind on my yeah. own and paying attention to the detail of the art has just become a really big process of mine, even just on my first read of a comic of just really sitting into a panel. Yeah, I'm I'm noticing with so I can't remember if I said this earlier, but I read um, do a powerbomb two and three today. So I picked up number three and I'm like, when I heard that it had got extended for some more issues, I was like, you know what, I've got to it has to be good then. So I went back and read number two and really loved it, read issue three and really loved it. But because it's a wrestling comic, there's a lot of like um, dodge or tag or like slap and it's it'll say that it'll have like the onomatopoeia of it and not just like you know lines or whatever so yeah. i think that's that's helpful too to just kind of look at that and like you know you'll see hands like this and then in between it'll say slap or tag or whatever and yeah um i think yeah i think that's great use of art and onomatopoeia and yeah just a, a good example of what you were just talking about but Back to 8 Billion Genies. I don't really have much more to say about it that doesn't really get into spoilers. Uh, I'm super curious to see where this goes. I imagine that we're going to see a lot of the main characters kind of drop off because if we're jumping eight years and I would imagine after that, it's I don't know what it's going to be after that. Eight eight decades and then maybe eight centuries later, you know, like. Yeah, that's that's a curious thought. Yeah, because what did it does it say at the end that the next one's that next eight years or is it would it be the next eight, eight or the, the eight, eight months eight months and then it'll be okay. eight years after that and then eight decades and centuries yeah so i mean that's number eight so i would imagine that that's how it's going to end is in 800 years from now that's a good i like i like where you're going with that i yeah, can't wait I'm, to find out yeah me too <laughs> i i yeah i'm very it's such a good comic um but we've been banging on for too long do you got any uh that you want to you want to talk about yeah i'll do this pretty pretty quickly um okay uh, i got i got two here i'll start with the one that has issue two coming out uh this is uh patrick todd issue two so there's something wrong with patrick todd uh came out uh last week and so i picked that up when i got back from uh, my trip Mm. um 
and I read it last night and I, I remember, I, I remember issue one. I don't really remember super well how it ended um, mm -hmm. because I think I was more enthralled by like who Patrick Todd is, mm -hmm. but um, this issue picks up and Patrick Todd, who has, I think done eight, eight bank robberies. We'll say uh, I'll ballpark that at eight. Sure. Um, using, you know, mental manipulation on people to do it. And they've been bad people who, went and confessed to robbing the bank, but not only that, they confessed to crimes that they weren't even being investigated for. Right. Okay, um, I remember this now. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Patrick Todd now has been robbed of all that money. Mm -hmm. uh, he wait, he like wakes up in a hotel room and or in his hotel room he's been living in and it's been ransacked, like his computer's gone um, and all of his money's gone. And this issue is him like going back, like he goes to a computer store and he does his little trick on the cashier to get a free computer and then all the cash that's in the till. But when he walks out of the store, he sees um, a missing sign with his face on it. Huh. And we learn that he like, like, so we know that he's, he's trying to do all this for his mom. He's trying to get money to uh, get his mom into a good, like care facility or something like that. We don't, I don't really know what's wrong with her. Um, I think that he may have used his powers on her at some point and he's felt guilty that mm -hmm. she turned out this way because when the cop uh, who's investigating goes and re-interviews one of the people who's still alive from doing a bank robbery uh, he seems to be in the same mental state as Patrick Todd's mom, just kind of like staring off into nothingness, just at a blank wall, doesn't really respond to things, might turn their head. Um, and, but anyways, so he's like, my mom couldn't have put up this missing poster. So who did? And mm -hmm. there's a guy and because it says like, uh, please let me know if you have any information regarding my son. Mm. And so it turns out that his it's his dad that's looking for him, or at least what we we can potentially assume is his dad. It might not be. Right. It might be. It might be like a Stranger Things situation where she has Papa, and Patrick Todd has this guy who claims to be his dad and might know more about like where his abilities come from than he does. Um, and he he's gone around and he's done something to bring more attention to the bank robbery cases cases. Um, okay. And it looks like issue three is going to have a potential showdown between a uh, possible father and son. Nice. So Good I'm, I'm yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I'm excited to see where this series goes. I don't actually know how many issues there's going to be of it. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to look into that right now because I know you have something you want to talk about. Yeah. I, um, I mentioned this on the podcast sometime back. Uh, I can't remember when, but uh, it is the vineyard number one came mm. out. Mm -hmm. um, again, I can't remember when this came out, honestly. Um, but it is by Brian Hawkins. That was in, two uh, weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian Hawkins and Sammy Cavilia. Um, and the premise is that this family has a, uh, a vineyard, and every, and they have a winery. And they have like famous, famous wine. People love it. And it's because every season they sacrifice some somebody to the god of wine, whose name escapes me at the moment. But I really enjoy this comic because it kind of j jumped in like right in the thick of it. And it kind of 
I love when a comic can explain like everything that's happening through dialogue of like or just like context clues. So you don't have to like have this whole like setup of the story and it's spelled out plain for you. I like when they you can just dive in and the world's kind of already established and you can you can pull just from context clues what's happening. So we mm -hmm. pick it up. Um, the wife is trying to get the nerve to sacrifice somebody, but she can't. So her son comes along and does it. And normally the um, the duties or the honor of the sacrifice belongs to the patriarch of the family, the father. But he was recently crippled, um, so he can't he can't go out and get the bodies like he he used to be able to. Hmm. And so the story is about kind of the mother's con uh, convictions about this and the, and the conflict that she feels. They also have a daughter who's away at college and is trying to separ separate herself from the family. Um, it looks like she's going to try and come and get her mom. But I am I am a huge fan of the art. Um, I just think it tells the story really well. This is from Aftershock. So that, um, yeah, I, I... Yeah, I just am really enjoying everything about this comic. You can't really see. Sorry about that. But that means you got to go out and pick it up for yourselves. Um, and uh, or you yeah, can at least, I, at least find the preview of it. Right. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. You can just Google it. Um, do you got? Well, we don't have a super amount of time left. Do you got anything that you can go through really quickly? Yeah, I can do this real quick. Uh, last week, issue one of Samurai Doggy came out right uh, this is also uh from aftershock seems like aftershock for a hot topic right now um yeah. i at him. i really enjoyed this because it kind of in ways it reminds me of batman in other ways it reminds me of ninja turtles uh that batman and ninja turtles do have a comic book series out as well um well i don't mm. think it's a current one but they had a limited series a couple of years ago i read a few a few of those issues and i really enjoyed them that's besides the point though um yeah so basically the premise of this is that it starts off with samurai doggy as a puppy and it's like not long after he's been born mm. and him and his uh lit or not is it a litter of dogs yeah yeah um they uh they're you know they're they're suckling at mom's teats and uh and out of nowhere somebody comes and and kills the mom and oh, then Jesus. and then samurai doggy is uh pissed off and starts fighting back um and almost gets killed like i think uh yeah samurai doggy like i won't say which part of the body was lost but the samurai doggy lost a part of their their body which is hard for anybody um and uh and then it's true and then uh and then it was also shot and so presumed dead and then doggy is rescued by this robot like vulture so okay. this is this it's 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 also this is in its own like anamorphic world right yeah it seems like that um but i wouldn't i everybody that was every character that was drawn like wasn't necessarily like an animal that we would know and register in our minds some seemed a bit alien and there's also a few characters who did look human as well um mm. so it just seems like this universe is just uh sentient anamorphic alien and human and robots um what more could he ask for yeah oh and actually yeah you can see the on the cover too the 
um that's that's the one that rescued him you could tell i don't know if you can tell from there but it's a robot um, okay and uh Kinda. but yeah so then it jumps to the future and samurai doggy uh goes to help like isn't necessarily looking to help anybody but somebody that robbed him of something uh asked for his help and he goes to help and it kind of ends with him in this situation of like, Oh no, he it's one, it's him versus like a gang of people who took over something similar to Coney Island. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think I am for sure going to be rereading this one, um, at least one, maybe two more times, um, just to get a better feel for it. But, um, if anybody else who's listening or watching uh, also got that one, I would love to hear what you had to say about it. Um, and I know that if if you if you all listening and watching didn't, uh, I'll just I'll look for uh, was it Cancel Comics? Is that who we we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they, pro- they probably got it. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, so you got another? Uh, yeah, I got uh, one more. I'd really like to focus on, but just quickly, I'd like to point out that I read Dark Beach number five. That's still really good. That's coming to a conclusion. Um, these are just kind of like just shout outs to comics that I'm already reading, but like just they're not done or whatever. But so that Texas Blood number, I think this is 16. Good story. Um, yeah, it's still good. I read the uh, the Sins of the Black Flamingo number two, and it was huh. meh. Um, so I'm going to give that one more one more it, issue and then I'm going to jump off. In it. my opinion, if uh, issue two isn't a rise... Mm-hmm. It, it it's it's a fail yeah and i would agree with you on that one because um, i yeah that's saying but, a lot but we, we can unpack that more later we're running out of time so you keep going <laughs> yeah and then just one that i kind of want to highlight uh is mindset um from vault comics this is oh two. how how was how was the first one i remember you 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 reviewed it but like it was it was good i am in love with the art the art is phenomenal because it runs the gamut of like pencil sketches to like hyper real detailed stuff. And it's just all one guy named John Pearson. I actually um, tagged him in a post that I did on my Instagram account. Um, If you want to go over there and read that. And I, he shared it on his story and I messaged him personally. I'm just like, you are killing it with this art. Um, Because I, again, like the pictures, I just can't show you do justice but if you are a big fan of like phenomenal, it's I'm trying to think of like a good descriptive word that isn't just good art, but it's like super surreal. Um, it kind of feels like, I don't know, like it feels like chalkboardy a little bit, but that's a weird description. But that's kind of just what I'm thinking of. There's yeah, like I said, it just runs the gamut between like just like simple drawings or like very detailed and like complex. And it's or just honestly, just go check out John Pearson's um instagram because i know he has a bunch of art up there so i have that linked on one of my well, uh, you'll, you'll you'll see that with a lot of artists for comics is that they they just have their own artwork that they have up on their website that you can look and buy prints of right. um so many of them really do like just have great art that's not comic book art um yeah. probably inspired by but right or um, like something they were working on in between or whatever yeah um well i think uh we should probably land this plane unless you got more to talk about 
No, I'm I am I'm looking right here, but uh, about uh, I'm looking right here at above snakes, and I think I might go sit down with that and read that tonight if I've got some time because I'm I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, we're, we'll be back next week at our normal time. Yeah, and uh, a big thank you to the IWEP network for letting us use their platform and just be on this channel again. There are so many other podcasts um, that they have. Uh, the one that I follow is. Um, Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. I just tornado tag. Yeah, tornado tag. It is the one that isn't like about wrestling, and it's it's not like WCW. This is like the local, mm -hmm. like wrestling scene, like we where y'all are from. Yeah, yeah, and, and Schuylkill yeah. County near Berks County, like uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, I know they did an episode of Not Cool in High School this week, as I think, as well as um, they just oh yeah, because they covered Carrie on it. Um, oh, that's you know I. I do follow that one quite a bit too. Yeah. Um, That's with yeah. uh, now it's just Anthony and his wife, and they're yeah. a fun combo. So that's um, great, and they love they love horror movies. So, or maybe Heidi doesn't as much, but the, I know they they watch they enjoy their films. Yeah, uh, their film auteurs. But um, yeah. Uh, also make sure you check out my buddy Adam's podcast. Uh, so I've been told I have that. Like I said, it's linked in the description. Um, and also, like, let us know what you're reading. We'd yeah. love to hear that. Um, we, yeah, make sure you follow us on all the social media accounts. Um, and I know I want to start because it's hard to get everything that we want to. Because you know, like, I talk about that Texas blood all the time, so I don't always want to talk about it on the podcast. So I think I'm going to start when I finish a comic, just take a picture of it, write a quick review, and put it there. So yeah. at least I get my ideas out there instead of you know having to make sure i get 17 comics out in this or whatever you know so well, make sure that you that, follow us on instagram for that kind of stuff yeah and that's also gonna be more uh because i i, I do talk about a lot and possibly too much about righteous thirst for vengeance um so when the next when the next arc starts i will probably just be doing that same thing of just until the until an arc ends i probably won't yeah. review it so yeah yeah, that's, I think that's a good way to go because like there's always just new comics and I'd, I'd rather be focusing on them than me just filling in the gaps every week of the absolutely, you know, the ones that we're already reading. All right. Last All right. time we, we tried to end this, it didn't end right away. So if it doesn't do that, you just skedaddle because I think that worked last time. But thank you so much, friends, for hanging out at the Poolbox Pals podcast. Um, we'll be back at six. Uh, Eastern yeah, we'll be back at it. We should be back at our normal time next week. Yeah, three yeah. Uh, Pacific, six Eastern. So come hang out with us, friends. All right. Have have Cheers. a good one. Cheers. Good. Bye. Goodbye.